0: It's Friday, the 21st of May, 2021. Welcome to your mentored briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, Australia's unemployment rate falls to a post-pandemic low, despite 30,000 jobs being lost. Plus, Qantas says it's finally turning the corner after conceding it had lost $16 billion in revenue during the pandemic. Billions of dollars in new taxes for Victorian businesses and property buyers and a lesson in how not to sack staff from the NBN. Our lead story today, Australia's unemployment rate fell to 5.5% last month, defying naysayers who were worried that the end of JobKeeper would trigger a huge jump in people out of work. The headline number was better than forecast, and it contributed to a rise in the Aussie dollar and in the local share market. The Australian Bureau of Statistics figures show the number of people employed dropped by 30,600 last month, but a reduction in the number of people looking for jobs from record levels in March meant the unemployment rate fell. There were 33,800 new full-time jobs created in April and 64,400 part-time jobs lost. There was also a drop in underemployment, while hours worked fell slightly from record levels. The unemployment rate peaked in October last year at 6.9%. The drop to 5.5% in just six months, occurred faster than anyone expected. As the Reserve Bank and Federal Treasury have made abundantly clear, the prognosis for the economy and interest rates depends on jobs. And while yesterday's figures were encouraging, very encouraging, the market is still some way from full employment. In overseas news, Wall Street was higher overnight, led by a rebound in technology stocks. It came after a report showed applications for unemployment insurance fell last week to a new pandemic low. That boosted confidence about the economic rebound. Apple, Microsoft and Tesla all did well, with the Nasdaq hitting a two-week high. European markets were also stronger, after news that the European Union countries agreed to allow travel by non-EU visitors this northern summer. Cryptocurrencies gained ground after the wild 24 hours on Wednesday, Though they lost some of their gains after the US Treasury Department called for stronger tax compliance. The Biden administration wants cryptocurrency transfers of more than 10,000 US dollars to be reported to tax authorities. One Bitcoin token is currently worth 51,000 Aussie dollars. The digital unit is down more than 30% this month. And Bloomberg tracks the number of COVID vaccinations given around the world. Its latest data says more than 1.5 billion doses have been given globally. China's administered more than 435 million doses. Next is the US, with 277 million doses, or 43% of its population. Australia comes in 42nd, having vaccinated about 12% of its population. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. The S&P ASX 200 bounced back from its tumble on Wednesday with the index closing yesterday 1.3% higher to 7,020 points. Tech stocks led the way after pay closed up 7.7%, while fellow Buy Now Pay Later group Zipco climbed 5%. Qantas said it was starting to emerge from the COVID-19 pandemic and it expected a sustained rebound in domestic travel demand and a pickup in its freight and loyalty divisions. The airline said total lost revenue from the start of the pandemic to the end of June this year will be around $16 billion and it will lose about $2 billion this financial year. That's a lot of money. Boss Alan Joyce said while there was a long way to go, it felt like Qantas was turning the corner. Its share price rose 3.5% yesterday. The Victorian budget was released, complete with a few stings for businesses and home buyers. The Andrews government introduced a mental health levy worth close to $3 billion over the next four years. It will be added as a surcharge on payroll tax for businesses paying more than $10 million in wages and capture about 9,000 businesses. The budget also increased taxes on motor vehicles, insurance and gaming, as well as increased stamp duty and land tax, which we already knew. State Treasurer Tim Palace said the higher taxes were needed to repair the budget bottom line, with this financial year's deficit forecast to be $17 billion. The Therapeutic Goods Administration said six new cases of a rare clotting disorder have been linked to the AstraZeneca vaccine. Among the new cases were two people in their 50s, two in their 70s and one in her 80s. It takes to 24 the number of cases of the clotting disorder out of 2.1 million doses of AstraZeneca so far delivered. The government-owned NBN Co. has informed 50 employees they will be sacked via Zoom. According to a story in the Financial Review, the affected staff were instructed to work from home and then assigned five-minute online video meetings with senior executives, during which they were told their roles would be made redundant. Not a lot of decency there. And property group Domain Holdings has been hit by a cyber attack, which has allowed scammers to get access to personal information, including email addresses and phone numbers. Domain has asked users to be wary of emails purporting to be rental agents offering deals. Three months ago, Nine Entertainment, which owns 60% of Domain, was hit by a cyber attack, which caused the cancellation of some of its television programs. That's your Mentored briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentor.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.